Welcome to uh, this episode of the Conquer Food Podcast. And in this episode, I, I basically snapped the um, the audio from a Facebook Live video that I did recently uh, when I did a, a big review from a seven-day fast that I did. Um, I did the seven-day fast for lots of different reasons, which I won't talk about here. I talk about it a lot in the um, in the actual presentation. Um, but I just thought it'd be a really interesting podcast for you to, for you to hear in the Conquer Food series. So. Uh, listen out, it is a bit of a, a bit of an extended one, but it does it is jam-packed full of great information about food, about conquering food addiction, beating cravings, um, and releasing that strangling grip that food can have on us sometimes. So please sit back wherever you are, whether you're driving, in the gym, uh, or on the move, and enjoy this next episode of the Conquer Food Welcome to the Conquer Food Podcast, where we teach you to think, eat and move better every week in order that you may beat your food or sugar addiction and be happier in life. Alright, so, obviously, seven days, um, five minutes ago, seven days ago, I decided I was going to do a uh, fast, I was going to live without food for seven days, and... Um, Although that sounds pretty, I don't know, pretty revolutionary or whatever for most people. Actually, it's something that people have done for thousands of years and people do week in, week out, you know, and um, for, for real good reason. And that's kind of what I'm going to talk about. If you look in, in the description of this video live, you can see the contents, how it's going to run. So I'm going to talk about the how, basically, you know, how I set out and, and how I got myself to where I am right now. Um, I'm going to go through my daily diary. Now, every day I've been doing updates at 7 o'clock every day. I'm just going to review and recap some of those and talk about some of the big things that I found. I'm going to go through the the much uh, anticipated weight loss results. Um, I didn't share that throughout the week. The reason being is I didn't want this to be about weight loss um, because I don't actually see it as a huge... I don't see it as like a, a way to gain rapid weight loss. I think there's there's other stuff that you can be doing, and if you're in a state where you're like, you know, I'm desperate to lose weight, I don't think you're quite psychologically ready to be doing stuff like this. So um, then I'm going to talk about basically how I survived, a couple of little things that I uh, that I did just to make it smart and uh, not just not just really hard. Um, I did put a section for Q and A's. I, I haven't had any questions as yet, but like I said, my brother Joe, he's going to be recording any any questions, and he's going to. Um, He's going, to, he's going to pass them to me. So in the Q&A section, we'll see what questions we've got and we'll, we'll answer those. And, you know, I always say if you want a great question, a great answer, then get yourself a great question. So, uh, you know, think about what, what questions you want to you want to ask. Um, then I've got a little section here. You might be thinking that maybe fasting's for you. Maybe it's something you should give a try. Lots of people have already said to me, you know, I'm thinking of giving it a go. What do you think? Um, so I'm going to give you some yes or no's is to work out whether it's for you. Uh, and then I'm going to do some some of my own little recommendations if you if you do want to have a crack at a fast. So so what I will say is uh, if you're if you're here just 
because some freak did seven days without food. Brilliant. You know, you can get all the way up to sort of the Q&A and then you can probably bounce off and go about your, your evening. If you're interested in doing a fast yourself, then stick around for the last little bit and uh, we'll take it from there. What I'll also do with the Q&A is any questions that Joe's got, I'll, um, I'll ask, ask him and see if he's going to throw a few questions. I might even drag him on the screen because he needs a bit of screen time for our own little webinars that we do. All right, so you need to let me know what you should have now is a screen that's sort of saying loading, uh, and then what it'll say is seven day fast. Okay, so yeah, obviously a couple of people there can, can see it. Joe, yeah, happy with that? Yeah, cool. All right, so so here we go then. So um, first of all, the why. I've, I've been asked this quite a bit, you know, what, why why have I done this? And um, why, why would I put myself through this? And, you know, why torture yourself? And, you know, why, why are you going to risk losing lean muscle and all this kind of stuff, you know, affect your working routines and all this kind of stuff. And so I want to tell you a little bit of a backstory as to how I've got here. Um, obviously, you know, I, many of you will know that I work in the fitness industry. I work at, uh, oh, my, my, my wife Paula and I have a, a residential boot camp where we teach people to think and move better in pursuit of extreme weight loss. And we run a program called the Conquer Food Program that is for people that are looking to lose more than three stone up to... You know, we, we had a guy stay with us for a year and lost 96 kilos. Um, so we run this program and I'm constantly looking at ways I can coach them in order to make weight loss easier. And, you know, we look at the triggers to unhealthy eating. And what I was trying to do was come up with ways in which we can eradicate the triggers to unhealthy eating. So you all know what I'm talking about. You know, you all have certain situations, certain times where you just make shit food choices and you end up overeating, eating the wrong foods, getting pissed all this kind of stuff, and we're looking to eradicate that. And one of the big areas that we identified as a problem was travel. You know, I, I believe that, that travel is a huge, you know, if you've got a long-haul flight, you are, and I'm sorry if you want to keep this uh, kid-friendly, but you are fucked. You know, you are going to be eating shit food. And it's the same, you know, it's pretty tough when you stop at a service station as well. You stop at a service station and there's bloody fast food, joints all over the place and it, it's really really hard to make a, a a smart food choice b b you know or rely on willpower and um and you end up eating crap so i came up with this this idea of travel fast and that's not just like get in the car and put your foot down and get there as fast as you can before you die of starvation it's about it's about just you know not eating whilst ever you're traveling and um you know you can get anywhere in the world now within 24 hours i, I think um, unless you've got some like two-day camel ride into the, the back of the Sahara or whatever. But, you know, the idea is that you basically, you do not eat anything. You just drink water uh, until you get there and thereby remove the angst and remove the issues of traveling. So I, I come up with this idea and I, I, I tested it a few times and, and it was good. You know, you stopped me eating crap. So, so that's the, the start of it. I've also had I've always had that a mantra of, of, um, of testing yourself. You know, it's one of the big reasons why I ran across the Sahara. Got a few other challenges coming up. Uh, a couple of other events next year that I've, I've got planned, which I'll, t I'll release and talk about later on. Oh, by the way, I've just managed to persuade Paula to jump in on, on the next one, which is going to be horrendous for her. So if you know Paula, right, make sure you tune in for my next challenge because it's going to be a belter. Um, so I always, you know, I, I believe that how do you know what your limits are or what you know the body can do or the mind can do or whatever if you don't test yourself um so i want a, a way of of challenging what i'm doing 
I also wanted to release the hold that food has. We all have, even I in the food in, in the fitness industry, are all dominated by food sometimes. We are food bitch at times. You know, when we go for a coffee, we end up with a bloody muffin or whatever, you know, and, and, and it just has a hold of us, has a grip on us. And, and I wanted some way of, like, releasing that grip. Remember, all of this is not necessarily about me. It's about finding other ways for people to handle the stuff that they're struggling with. Um, so that was another reason. I needed to gain some authority. People were standing in front of me going, yeah, but I, you know, I had to have the big box of crispy crumbs because I was starving. And I was like, do you know what? I'm, I'm not sure whether I've actually truly experienced a feeling of starvation. And, and therefore, I sort of question whether I have the authority to talk about fitness and nutrition and all that if I haven't experienced that. So that was another reason. Um, I also want to I want to gain knowledge and the experience of, of fasting um, because it's something I, I found myself talking more and more about, you know. And the more study I do, the more I find it just like fascinating and, and incredible. And uh, and I thought it'd be a, a great experience as well. Um, and then the other thing is that I really wanted to experience the health benefits. Uh, I just think that you know we do so much now, which is potentially cancer causing or might have detrimental effect you know effects on our brain later in life um, and I have this mantra where I still want to be able to wipe my own ass at 90 and um, I will do anything now to make sure that I can wipe my ass at 90 and if there's health benefits through fasting where I can purge cancerous cells uh, you know and I can I can improve um, cognitive ability and, and prevent cognitive uh, Deterioration. What is it? Deterioration. Deterioration. Then I can. Then I. You know, it's happening already. Um, then I'll do it. I'll do it now. You know, and, and a big part of of being healthy is about putting off the me immediate gratification of of crap food and, and playing the long game. Um, doing things now that are going to have a huge effect down downstream in the future. Okay, so, so that's the how. As like I said, you know, get the get the questions in. We getting we getting questions there, Joyce, writing like mad. Uh, yeah, couple. yeah. Okay, let's have a couple of questions before we go on to the how. Then let's put that slide back up. Um, so what do we got? So so Emmy, uh, did you ever feel starvation? Starving? I don't think anyone truly feels starving unless you've been locked up in outfits or you, you're caught in a survival situation or, or whatever. You know, I, I really don't think we do. Uh, what I'll talk about later on is the feeling of hunger. More, the feeling of hunger is more in your head than in your body. That, that, is, a, that is a fact. Um, because there were times when I'd stopped and, and I felt fine. All of a sudden I was surrounded by, so we stopped at a service station when I picked Paula up and there was food triggers everywhere. I could smell it, I could see it, people was eating it, Paula was going to go and get something to eat and all this kind of stuff. And immediately I started to feel hunger. Um, and that, that's what I experienced. You know, so much of hunger is triggered in the mind. Uh, so, um, so no, I never, really felt, I never really felt starving. What I started to do, and I, I, I talked about this very early on in my updates, was I started to try and be more specific with hunger because people would ask me all the time, oh, are you hungry yet? Are you hungry? How hungry are you? And I'd be like that, yeah, I'm, I'm hungry. But the default answer to being hungry is to eat. And, and I, I wanted to put something like a buffer, like a psychological buffer between that question, my answer, and going and eating. So what I decided to do was I would, I would rate it between one and five. One was like, 
you know, I'm absolutely toppers, full to the brim, you know, just buried my face in Christmas turkey and I cannot eat anymore. And um, and five was like, I've been in house fits for bloody six months and I'm absolutely ravenous. And, um, you know, usually I was about one, one and a half, two, two and a half. Uh, and I basically sort of said, you know, when I'm, when I'm around there, then I'll just have a little drink of water or a peppermint tea or, or whatever, you know, go for a walk and distract myself. And I never really got to the five. There was a couple of times when I would put myself around three. Uh, that's usually in the evenings. Um, usually in the evenings, I would I would feel hungry. And it was tough because I was on my own. Um, Paula wasn't around. I'm sure if she'd have been around, she'd have been like, look, you know, let's have a little chat. Let's let's do something to distract us. If you know what I mean, and then, uh, but you know, she wasn't there, so um, that was pretty tough uh, in the evenings. So, I hope that's a question, Emily. Anything else, Joe? Yeah, our nurse wants to know: um, Does it? How does it help cancerous cells? You mentioned before that you can help. Yeah. Okay. Let's get this out of the way early. So, um, one of the huge benefits of of fasting, whether it's intermittent fasting. Uh, you know, alternative, alternate fasting, whether it's a long-term fast or whatever, is you've got to imagine that there are two. There's two states in the body. You are either fed, or you are you are fasting. Right? The two states. It's as simple as that. Now, when you're fed, what's going on in your body is your body is recruiting lots of energy to digest food, and then it's also recruiting lots of of uh, processes and messages and hormones and systems and all this kind of stuff to deal with what you're putting in there. It's uh, There's a saying like in, in marketing and business that, that you, you can't think whilst you're doing and it's a lot like that. Your body can't heal whilst it's handling everything else that's coming into it. You add to the fact that it's usually processed foods, dairy that's been fucked about with, grains that we're not supposed to be eating anyway, all this kind of stuff. Your body's constantly trying to deal with that and fight with that. And in our modern world and in this country, it's a constant thing. And, and we're told quite often in the fitness industry and in the food industry that, you know, we need to be, eat regularly to keep the metabolism up and all this kind of stuff. And whilst ever that's going on, the body is, is really struggling to heal. Now, move over to the fasted state. Imagine not putting anything in. The body almost sits there and goes, well, what the fucking hell am I going to do now? I'm getting bored. You know, and, and what it does, it starts to concentrate all those resources all that energy and all that other other stuff, those processes, hormones, chemicals around the body, the detoxification process, it's no longer having to deal with your McDonald's. Now it can turn its attention to issues in the body. And I started this week and I, I damaged some ligaments in my knee. My knee's fine come the end of the week. I had, uh, my, my feet had taken a bit of a battering in my training over the last couple of weeks. And there was, you know, when you get like, dry skin and it's flaking a little bit and all that kind of stuff my feet uh, have never felt so soft you know my nails feel really soft my, my my skin feels better because the body's given it you know it can it can work on the healing process and it can work on the healing process for stuff that you don't even know is an issue things like leaky gut you know if anybody knows what leaky gut is or irritation in the gut um, you might have inflammation because of the, some of the crap food you're eating um, so, so that's basically, you know, where the idea. Now, I'm, I'm very careful when I say purge cancerous cells. I don't, I don't know what kind of research has gone into that. All right, um, it, it interests me. If that is a benefit, then I'm up for that. Both hands up. I'm, I'm diving in feet first. Um, I'm not saying 
if you've got cancer, I know someone that's cancer, that this will sort it out. You know, come on, fucking be real. Um, but I, I must admit, if if the big C knocked on my door, I would be cutting out food. You know, um, and there's a few other things that I would do as well, but it'd be a, a big hitter. So I hope that answers your question. Anything else? Yeah. So Ruth EJ said, do you feel uh, less hungry when you're busy? Yeah, distract, like I said before, I don't know if you caught it, I don't know when you jumped on the thing, but um, hunger originates in the mind. Um, no, no two ways about it. Um, and obviously if you can distract the mind, you can distract the, the symptoms of hunger. And uh, every time I was busy, then hunger was much less. This is why come the evening when I'm trying to relax and trying to settle down, I would kind of struggle with it because... Um, you know, I just had less going on, less going on, and I wasn't distracted. The minute I sort of got up and started moving around and all this kind of stuff, it would ease off. So, um, so yeah, good question. Ben C. Ben Cabinet says, were you able to stay active, and did you lose weight? Yeah, I was, I was able to stay active, but, I mean, you've got to look at, you know, define active. So, I, I didn't do anything mega intense on the Thursday night, no, uh, on, yeah, no, it was Thursday night. And I've been doing like a little 20 minute jog, a little 20 minute trot uh, every day. And um, I was sort of eased back because my knee was still a bit delicate, still in the, in the process of healing. But Thursday I felt much better. So I, I really, you know, I went for it a little, I went a little bit faster. And um, I felt a little bit lightheaded, to be honest, when I was doing the more intense exercise. Um, so I, I, I backed off a little bit and uh, now I don't know whether that's dehydration because I've been traveling a while or, or what. Um, I've, I've read stuff that people have, have like got max lifts on their weightlifting um, during a fast. Uh, I've read that, you know, people get re really good intense um, uh, results in intense exercise, but I never really tested it. When I, when I do seven days again, uh, or maybe longer than I'll, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to test it a bit more when my body's a bit more uh, robust when I start. Um, but definitely active. In fact, I couldn't start, I couldn't sit still. I think it was the second day I was at a seminar and I was forced to sit in a chair and, and, and listen to this guy all day. And, and I was starting to get agitated as in I needed to get up and move because I just had an abundance of energy. And this is one of the things that is a real surprise to people. Um, cause what happened? Let me, let me get this out of the way as well. You've got to remember that the majority of people will fuel themselves on sugar, right? Now, sugar, because it's an, it's an instant hit into the bloodstream and into our body, um, it, what happens is we get almost a dramatic drop. And we've all had that moment where we crash, you know, and we're just like, oh, my God, I need, you become hangry. You need food and you're ready to kick the fridge door open and bury your face in fucking cake or whatever. We've all had that moment. And that's what you think fasting would be like. Um, I'm going to talk about how the process of getting into the fast um, or how I did it in a bit. But, you know, people that skip a few meals and have that massive bout of hangriness, that is not what you feel when you're on a fast. Um, the reason being is because you actually tap into an energy store within the body, which the body loves to use, which it, it was designed to use, and would probably, if you started and started walking, would get you to bloody parry some back without eating you know there's that much energy stored in the body uh, which is quite phenomenal really anymore because we are, we are dragging out i don't know how long we've been on but uh hopefully we, no one's fallen asleep 
you pretty much answered most people's questions. They're all saying, "How did you feel after during your fizz? How much water did you drink?" Um, and things like that. The water, I'll cover that now, and then uh, I'll, I will get onto the daily diary, which I think it will just answer a few of these questions. Um, I was I was drinking about four litres of water minimum every day, a mix of sparkling and still. Um, basically, it was one of the ways that I distracted myself from the feelings, the symptoms of hunger. Um, so, you know, just keep yourself well topped up. And, and remember that we've already talked about the idea that the body diverts a lot of its attention from handling the shit you're putting in to detoxing the shit you've already got there. Um, so in order to assist in the the, um, the detoxification process, you've got to keep yourself hydrated. You, you've really, really got to. So um, so that's that. Right. So, so let's uh, put the how here. Um, this is basically a little timeline of, of how I got into it. Um, and I think this might throw up a couple of questions, especially if you're thinking about cracking something like this yourself. So... Uh, start off with then a few months before a few months before I, I moved into um, a keto diet okay so a ketogenic diet predominantly you know there was times when I kind of dropped out of it went to a family party and, and that kind of stuff but um, I moved into a keto diet which is basically means that you, you start to fuel yourself on fats rather than sugar uh, there's lots more behind the idea of a keto diet if you are interested, then you need to do some research. And if you want to follow up video to this next week or whatever, then, then let me know. Um, I also started with like periodic bouts of what they call IF, um, which is intermittent fasting. In essence, what I would do is I would have my last meal at six o'clock on night and I would then fast all the way until uh, 1.30 the next day. All right. And I do that two or three times, two or three times a week, um, if not more. And it, it really worked for me. My most productive time, the time when I'm in the office most, is between sort of five o'clock in the morning and then lunchtime. And that, that's when I get the bulk of my work done. And um, by fasting, I was much more alert. I didn't have to stop for breaks or didn't have to stop for an extended break. I could just monster through and then get on with the rest of the day. So that really worked for me. I also did multiple... 24-hour fasts, um, so pretty, you know, I think it was like once a week I would do close to a 24-hour fast. Not, not always bang on 24 hours, but um, I did two 48-hour fasts, and uh, and they were freaking hard. They were hard. They were hard because you know I was still sort of fueling myself on sugars, and um, they were pretty tough. And then I, I went for a 72-hour fast. Paula and, and Daniel remember this. Um, and I, I failed, actually. I had to break the fast after about two and a bit days uh, because it was just too extreme. Life was, life was going on around me and I needed to get stuck into life. Um, you know, it was just... It, it, it didn't, didn't sort of end as how I wanted it to be. And then I started reading books um, just to research it and look into it. Predominantly, like I said before to be able to help my, my clients at, um, on the Conquer Food program. So that's a few months before. Uh, if this is kind of right, if this is pitched at the right angle and you're finding this interesting, you know, if I'm, if I'm sucking on the right tip, then just give me a little blue, little blue thumbs up there. Okay, weeks before, uh, I decided I was going to recruit a few allies. Um, you know, I want people around me that were going to help me. Ruth, quirky, not. Uh, there are other people that sent me pictures of food. Um, yeah, good, good, getting some thumbs up. Um, and I, I wanted to get a bit of accountability. So I, I was, I'd done a, I recorded a podcast talking about when I ran across the Sahara with um, 
with a guy out in America called Jared Warren, and he, he was putting a group together where they was going to aim for a seven-day fast. Um, so I thought, right, this is it. This is, this is It's coming now, this seven-day fast that I've wanted to try for a while. It, it's going to happen soon. Um, I started reading The Complete Guide to Fasting, which is an incredible resource. Even if you're not planning on doing a fast, read it, because it will debunk so many myths that, that, that you guys will have. I had them. You know, I worked in the fitness industry, and, and I had these same myths, and it kind of... You know, it does open your eyes a little bit. And I read that twice in preparation for it. Uh, joined the group that Jared started and um, was just basically bouncing around in there, um, getting G'd up by the people that were getting ready as well and reading reading blog posts. I put red blog posts there. That's a, that's a typo. Um, you know, I started reading blog posts. And basically just starting to agitate the drivers into why I wanted to do it and how I was going to do it. You know, I started to plan it out a little bit. So the during then, um, I weighed in before and after, and I decided I was going to do daily video updates, which some of you will have will have picked up uh, as we went along. Um, after, I decided I was going to break fast sensibly. So Emily, you know you remarked before about a pair, how boring. Um, I have a big thing that you know why should why hype up, why hype up food? You know we, what we need to do is play food down. Hyping up food is what gets us in the fucking shit in the first place. You know, it's like, oh, look at this crate, look at this cake, look at this food. Oh, my God, that's beautiful. Wrong. You know, people that do that are doomed to carry excess weight and have health issues regarding, you know, poor eating choices. We've got to, we've got to dumb it down. As a nation, we've got to start dumbing this food down. Um, it, it's, not, it's not a treat. You're not a fucking dog, right? You wouldn't, you'd, why treat yourself with something that's going to put you in early grave? It's a full-on cheat, and it's detrimental to what you're doing. I'm not trying to come across as a food Nazi, um, although I know it sounds that way. This is honesty, and there is no change in that honesty. If nobody tells you this stuff, you're not going to change. Um, so you really got to question what you're doing with food, how you're portraying it in your mind. Because you know, if you're thinking, "Oh, this is beautiful," and, "Oh, I can't wait to try that," okay, you know, I, you've got to really dumb it down. Um, so I want to break fast sensibly. The reason being, there was a lot of studies done on people coming out of prisoner war camps, and um, everybody thought they were being a good egg, giving them a massive uh, load of food, and, um, and and some of them died. Uh, it was too much for the digestive system and their stomach and all that kind of stuff, and um, and they died. So you know, I wasn't worried that I was going to die, but I just wanted to do it without stomach cramps. So I thought a bit of, bit of light fruit. I, I was going to have a little bit of. Um, soup or something like that but I had a couple of bits of fruit and uh, so that'll be do and then I've got a larger meal coming up soon which will be something like like a chicken chicken salad or something like that so that's the after now the future what I'm planning for the future is I'll I, I'll do intermittent fasting four days out of five that's that's you know what I'm roughly gonna aim towards uh, I'm gonna do three day fast every month and one seven day fast if not longer every year um, that's just the, the protocol that I'm going to follow uh, because, like I said, I, I want to be wiping my own ass at 90. I don't want um, I don't want these health issues that we're all as a nation on the brink of of suffering with. So you know, I want to basically keep the keep those at bay. You smirking, Joe? What's what you're laughing at? People's comments, <laughs> giving me shit. Yeah, Mark Lee says poor eating challenges, choices. I think you just described me. <laughs> Yeah. Mark's, Mark's a machine if he's on there yeah he's, he, he's done some incredible uh, achievements this year so I've got a lot of respect for Mark alright cool so that, that's the how 
let's let's move on. Any questions, Joe, that we should tackle now? Yeah, Nicholas Sadler says, uh, "Was you taking any supplements?" I know you've, you've answered this before, but um, Nicholas, should, should I, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's different things you can do. The biggest worry you've got to have is that obviously, if you're not consuming food, you're not consuming nutrients. And regardless of what's going on in the body, I mean, the body's very good at storing some nutrients in the bones, you know, in the organs and all that. But then there are other stuff that it, it doesn't store. And um, and you've got to be taking those nutrients in. I started off with, on days one and two, this was a calculated decision really, is um, to take a, a proflora for the gut um, to help the, the good bacteria in the gut. And I carried that on throughout the week. And um, and also a high strength, like a high strength multivit. Um, just to make sure I'm getting those nutrients. One, once I started eating the bone broth, which I'll come on to in a minute, or drinking the bone broth, I dropped out the multivit. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically the sub. Now, there's so many other things that you could take. You know, you, you, can, you can take, like, um, uh, some kind of, like, deactivated clay. You can, you know, all sorts of different stuff to help digestion and all that kind of stuff. I... I didn't sort of, I didn't, I didn't bother with that, with, with it being seven days. I know people that have gone to like 40, 50, and, and, and if you, I don't know if you know this, but so the record is 380 odd days fasting. Um, a, jo- uh, a, jo- a Scottish guy. Uh, so, yeah, that's the supplements I took. What I would say to you, if you're thinking of fasting, read the complete guide to fasting, get on the blogs, you know, and, and really you've got to kind of work out your own strategy. Um, because everybody is different, you know, and um, so different things work for different people. And anything else? No, we're good. Oh, good. Somewhere, but comment. What, what kind of comments you getting? <laughs> people saying, "Fix me, great, cure me." <laughs> yeah. Uh, some handsome guy says he's not a messiah. He can't cure you. Who's that? You? Yeah. yeah. Threw me off with a handsome bit. <laughs> uh, Emily says it'd be interesting to see your blood sugar levels during fasting. Yeah. Well. To be honest, I, I tested my blood sugar today and um, I was about four millimoles of, uh, you know, blood, which is which is uh, well into like a ketogenic state, if anybody knows about the keto diet. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there was times when I, 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 I'm quite in tune with my body and the blood sugar. We're doing the endurance events and, uh, and I've had a few bouts of pretty severe hypoglycemia where your blood sugar level drops so low that you know you're close to um, con- um unconsciousness and that kind of stuff and uh, and i don't like it it's fucking horrible if i'm honest imagine the time when you was the most pissed out of your face and you're vomiting you know that's what it's like you know you sort of vomiting green vial it's just it's just not a great place and that's one of the one of the reasons why if you don't know that when i ran across the sahara i did it fueled on fats i moved over to what they call fat adapted uh, and got away from sugar completely because I don't like that. I don't like those, that erratic nature in the, in the blood, in the bloodstream. Um, so yeah, next, next time I do an extended fast, I'll, I'll, I'll record blood. I'll do the old blood tests and, uh, and see where we go. Right. Okay. So let's get into this daily diary because I think it's going to answer a lot of questions. So day one. Um, so seven o'clock at night, I decided I was going to, I was going to do this seven day fast. And, um, Obviously, there was some hunger, but not a lot. I was quite happy with the first 24 hours because remember, I'd been doing the intermittent fasting. I'd done 24 hours a couple of times before and I was, I was quite happy. I kind of knew what I was going to get. Brilliant. I'm getting loads of thumbs up now. I need to keep them going every time I, I say a point that, you know, you think, fucking hell, that's, that's, 
that's pretty good then then get the old thumbs up there and I like the smiley faces as well whoever that was oh plenty of those um, so there was some hunger um, I had some headaches I attributed the headaches to caffeine withdrawals because I you know I drink a lot of coffee and uh, I cut them back so I was aiming for two cups of coffee a day and um, I think what I was getting was, was more caffeine with, withdrawals more than anything else great I'm getting some good faces now and that's good maybe if you put your camera on show your ugly mush that, that warms my heart um, and every time I had, had a headache I just had a, a cup of coffee and, and it eased the headache so so that was good um, I did have interrupted sleep on the first night I laid in bed for well until about one o'clock in the morning um, bearing in mind I usually go to bed about half eight nine o'clock and I laid in bed till one o'clock in the morning obsessing over the fact that I wasn't going to eat for seven days. I was like, the hell, you know, what the bloody hell's going to go on and how is it going to be and all this kind of stuff. And, and my mind really was ticking over. Uh, and I basically had to get up and sort of walk, wander around the house for a bit and, and all this kind of stuff. I went back to bed and then I finally dropped off. And I woke up the next day pretty tired. I think I remember in the um, in the first update, I, you know, I, I was a little bit, was a bit, a bit tired like. Uh, but, I mean, said that, Oh, I felt tired in my eyes. My eyes were a little bit gritty and dry, but I felt energised. And this is one of the things that is a real big surprise with fasting because so many people think that you're low in energy and all this kind of stuff, but you know what? You just get absolutely pumped, full of energy. Um, because think about this, you know, in caveman times, would it have served us to become lethargic, confused, irritable when we need mo- when we need food? You know, we were out there and like, okay, let's go this bloody dive on this antelope and bite its throat out. We wouldn't get anywhere near it, you know, and think about, you know, what is our number one superpower as a human being? We're not fast. We're not strong. We haven't got big teeth. We've no camouflage. You know, we're not particularly fast. Did I say fast? You know, all these kind of things, we are not that. And and most animals can kick our asses. But one thing we have got, unless you're a web developer, is is cognitive ability. I say that because Joe's a web developer, but, um, you know, it's the ability to use our brain. Why would we switch off our number one superpower when we needed it most? It doesn't make sense. What we're basing our, our this, this myth on is the fact, you know, when you, like I said, we're fueled on sugar and when we start to withdraw from sugar, we, we start to get headaches and lethargic and, you know, we just want to bloody murder a Big Mac or whatever. Um, so we felt mega energised. That wasn't a shock to me. Um, I was taking, like I said, probiotic and a multivix. I knew I needed to keep the nutrients in, although I wasn't consuming food. And every day, this will appear on every slide, I was going to the steam room and I was having a 10-minute steam room. What is the verb with a steam room? Steaming. I was having a steaming. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and, and, and meditating every day, right? which is not a practice that I do all the time, but I... Uh, I really wanted to make sure I was de-stressing. Um, the week before, I was pretty stressed. I was snapping a bit at Paula, which is not like me. And um, so I wanted to use the week to de-stress a bit. So I was doing that every day. And that certainly helped because it was a distraction again. Um, so that's day one. Day two, I, hunger was worse. Fucking hell. Hunger hit me, right, like kicked me square on in the balls. And, um, and and it was tough. I remember this from when I was doing the 24 and 36 hour fasts in the past. It become quite severe. Um, we call it hunger. I actually believe it's more, for me, it was more of a transition to burn predominantly on fats, not necessarily 
you know, the fact that I was starving. Um, headaches again. Sleep, I got three and a half hours sleep. I didn't sleep very well at all. Um, but my energy was up again. I had more energy. So I slept less, but I had more energy, which is just, you know, if you work shifts and stuff like that, it's just, it's just phenomenal. You know, absolutely loads and loads of energy. Um, probiotic and multivit, like you said, steam room meditation. And I kind of realized that this fast had engulfed everything. Every conversation I was having was about fasting. Every time, everything I was reading was about fasting, and and because of that, later on I'll talk about some recommendations. You really can kind of you you need to plan when you're going to do a fast because um, uh, because it does kind of engulf what you're doing, you know. Because people either want to knock you off track or want to know what know about it and why you're doing it and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that that was day two. Day three came along, and hunger was uh, so. It was this is the evening of of day. So I'd done my day three update that evening. Remember, evenings were definitely the worst. I was struggling. Um, I, I desperately wanted to eat. Um, I didn't need to eat necessarily. I just wanted to eat. And uh, you know, you, you've got to do this intuitively. You've got to listen to your body. So I, I took half a tea, half, half a. It was a teaspoon, not a tablespoon. I brought a tablespoon there, but it's half a teaspoon of coconut oil, and I just let it dissolve in my mouth. It didn't taste great, but it did help just sort of quench the idea of, of hunger, or quell the hunger, or whatever the correct term is. Um, and the headaches eased. I got less and less headaches. Um, I had 10 hours sleep that night, which, you know, I, I woke just feeling absolutely phenomenal. Um, I was less stressed. You know, we had a hurricane that night, which trashed a load of stuff outside, and I just took it all in my stride. Didn't bother me, and um, you know, so I was definitely less stressed. Steam room meditation carried on with that. I didn't do the multi bits and the the pro flora because I was eating a bone broth by now. Um, my stomach felt less bloated, and I had a, a colonic. Now I know this is not very attractive, but I had a home. Like do it yourself, do it yourself clonic, which I'm, I've told Joe I'm going to show him the process for that in a minute. You're not insane. <laughs> but um, you had a home home clonic, which you know what, it's pretty pretty messy. Like there was stuff in there that had been there for many years. I think I think it was even a was my Lando calories in there. <laughs> yeah, marble that I swallowed when I was five. Uh, but uh, I had a clonic, you know. Same again when we're talking about the the, the um, detoxification process, it does help, and, there, and there's loads of benefits of. Um, of colonics, and um, you can have it either done professionally or, or whatever. I decided I was going to do the old skin flint, get it from Amazon Prime, and uh, you know that was that. Um, and I had a strong frothy urine, which I know for my time in the in the desert, as um, it means there's quite a lot of protein in your in your urine. The doctor um, Pete could the very he sort of told me that and, and he reminded me of my time sort of running across the desert when I was, I was pretty low on calories as well what are you laughing at? Ruth's asking for a live demo on Joe <laughs> it's coming your way but people have got a pay per view for that you might need a wide angle camera though. <laughs> um, yeah these are just things that I noticed so that if you do do it and you, you sort of experience that then um, you know you, you kind of know it's, it's alright um, and then I introduced the bulletproof coffee which if you don't know is uh, like, a, like a standard coffee obviously not instant because it's full of chemicals and stuff but a standard coffee 
with I put like a, um, a heat tablespoon of teaspoon sorry heat teaspoon of grass fed butter Kerry's Gold is my brand of choice what's the butter for? and and then um, a teaspoon of coconut oil uh, so so basically what it is it, you, you know it's for the fats you put you put in basically it's a coffee with fats there's a whole movement about bulletproof coffee and all this kind of stuff and you can get loads of information there's a book as well there's a book you can get on the bulletproof coffee it does loads of stuff fat as the, the most um, associating properties of any food group so sugar doesn't really tell your body it's full and protein doesn't necessarily tell your body it's full fat will tell your body it's full but the signal to get there is a little bit slower so you know consuming those fats you're getting energy and you know you're um, you're telling your body that you're full what's happening you're giggling, you're giggling the, away the funny guys Mark Lees thanks for reminding us that you ran across the desert because I'd almost forgot no you hadn't though Mark because I know you've read my book through three or four times available on Amazon and also com. <laughs> but yeah you're right uh, wait till I do my next challenge next year um, did you give us any hints no oh. the the, Is it the, the final 24 thing, hour enemy see he always does it. he always tries to <laughs> to <find> out colonic <laughs> um, on day three I actually considered doing more than more than seven days I was actually starting to think about it and uh, other people were talking about you know some of the, the guys out in America who were already talking about extending for 14 days and all this kind of stuff and I thought you know what I, I, I could and I really started to consider it um, therefore uh, the hunger was still present but intermittently my big thing for the hunger was every time you know, I really sort of got to understand what, how hunger worked I knew it was triggered in the mind I knew it comes in waves you know it's not we sort of think that hunger starts and then builds and builds and builds until we have some gut busting alien jumping out your stomach moment where we just die um, but it doesn't work like that. It works in waves. And if you can get past the wave, you can get through the rest of the day. And all I would do is set a one-hour stop um, timer on my watch. I'd go, right, I'm just going to go for an hour. Because this is one of the big things as a human being. We have this this idea about food that it's scarce and it dates back to caveman times again. Where, and, and therefore, we want to eat it all the time. You know, we don't want to let it get out of our sight because we don't know when the next meal is, is coming. Well, obviously, you know when the next meal is coming. The next time you encounter food in, in modern society. Um, so, and a little trick that we use on the Conquer Food program is we get them to, to think, is this, the, is this the last time I'm going to get to eat this food? So if they're going to Costa and they're like, right, I, want, I really want a cake, I really want a cake, I really want a cake. We get them to think, is this the last time I'm going to get chance to eat this cake and obviously the answer is no and therefore because it's you know you, you remove that scarcity you can then move on and make a smarter uh, smarter food choice and so we we hate the idea of like n an extended period without a certain type of food so I, I wanted to make the the deadline much shorter you know much more if, if you excuse the pun an easier bite to to make and you know it's easier to think right well I'll just do it for an hour or 10 minutes or 20 minutes than it is to think, right, I'm going to do it for seven days. You know, it's a much smaller bite for you to chew. And um, so I, I kind of did that and got beyond the wave, you know, and, and that's what I did quite often, three or four, you know, well, minimum three or four times a day. I used it quite a bit. So are we doing, we're doing all right. Yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. few people watching. 
Thumb, thumbs up. Use some thumbs up if we're uh, if we're if we're doing all right, doing the right thing. Um, headaches are still there. Just a couple of coffees that got rid of them, or peppermint tea. I got six hours of sleep that night, and I, I felt great. Steam room meditation, bulletproof coffee and broth. And I just I, yeah, I learned that the want to eat far outweighed the need to eat. You know, I didn't need to eat. I don't need to eat right now. I don't need to go and have a meal. You know, I'm quite happy with my pear. My pear is is just completely done it for me in a little bit of water. And um, but my want to, I want to go and sit and have a meal with my family. I want to go and and taste some food again. That's very different from the chemical signals that have been pumped around the body telling you you need to eat. And um, it's probably quite a tough thing to get your head around until you actually experience it. So. That was that. Day five, pretty, pretty keeps one short. Hunger still present, but intermittently, like I said. Um, I got eight hours of sleep that night. Uh, steam room. Day six, pretty much the same. Hunger still there. Eight hours. Same again. Oh, I, I put broth on this one, but I was having broth from sort of day three onwards, which if you don't know, is just chicken bones and that kind of stuff, and you boil it for about eight to 13 hours. And then, you know, with a few veg in there and then you strain it and just drink drink the veg so you get any nutrients. That's why I dropped out the multi-bit. Day six, um, common theme, as you can see. Okay. And obviously day seven's missing, but okay, it was pretty much the same. You know, day, day seven was the same. And, and people have sort of said to me, uh, my God, that's amazing. I could never do that. Blah, 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 blah. I actually feel a fraud. I said this before because the last four or five days, people have been going, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Expecting me to be like this, you know, this skeleton that's had the blood sucked out of it. You know, but it's been easy. It really has been easy the last couple of days. Um, so that's that. Right, the weight loss. I know a lot of people have been interested in this weight loss. And uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't show it because... I don't want to encourage people to think that it's just a, a way of rapidly losing weight because um, you do lose weight. You've got to kind of consider what kind of weight you're losing. The majority of weight you're losing is water from the body. It's glycogen or, or, or sugars that are stored in the body, in the liver and in the bloodstream and inside the muscles. And um, obviously a, a lot of it is literally shit that your body passes. Um, so the weight loss is not really that accurate. There are huge fat burning benefits of, of, um, of fasting, but this is, you know, I've probably not done long enough to really benefit from that fat burning routine. Um, if you're going to jump into fasting and, and do no prep, as in, you know, you're not on a keto diet, you're not, uh, you haven't done any sort of intermittent fasting, you're not going to get much benefit from, from fat burning. Yes, you're going to lose weight. But you've got to really consider what that weight is. I mean, you could probably get in the sauna for five hours and lose a similar amount of weight. So, you know, let's fucking be honest. I'm not going to sell this as some rapid, quick weight, weight loss, fat loss routine. It's not that, um, which is why I've not spoke about weight loss a great deal. But I think it's only right that I share it now. So here we go. I start off at 84.5 kilos. This is all kilos. Um, pretty, pretty, you know, steady Weight loss um, throughout the couple of days. On day six, I didn't, I didn't. The, the weight loss stayed the same. I've no idea why, um, but it did. Funny, the weight, you know, weight is a is a funny old thing. 
Um, so in total, 5.4 kilos, which in pounds is 11, about 12, 12 pounds, is it? Something like that. About 12 pounds uh, in seven days, which, you know, considering I wasn't doing a great deal of exercise, um, I'd done a little bit of fasting and dieting before I stand off this, yeah, yeah, just under 12 pounds. Um, it's quite astonishing, really. I know people are going to how much of that is lean muscle, how much is that? Well, I don't think any of it's lean muscle. But the reason being, when I talked about either, you know, two states in the body, you're either fed or you're fasted, the majority of people are fed. Even if you're on a low-calorific calor- diet, a reduced-calorie calor- diet, um, chances are you're not really dipping into fat because insulin will be present. Even if you're not eating a great deal amount of calories, especially if you're eating regularly throughout the day, remember that advice you get from your trainer, you know, eat eat regular meals, keep your metabolism up. It keeps insulin in the body, and whilst ever there's insulin in the body, it's really hard for the body to tap into its fat stores. Um, And this is why people get this drop in metabolism and all this kind of stuff. So... uh, and I, I, I might have to do more, more time to explain that a little bit better. Um, but I'm, I'm not really worried about you know lean muscle. I, gaining muscle is not really a fitness goal of mine. Uh, I, don't, I don't train for image or anything like that. I, I train for performance in whatever, I, whatever, whatever I'm doing next. You know, Mark, like if I'm deciding to run across the desert again. <laughs> or Africa. <laughs> or Africa. Same place, John. Uh, oh, yeah. so, so that was it. You know, t- take what you want from that um, okay so any, any questions we should tackle now Joe yeah Glenn says that he asks where does the energy come from the, the excess yeah. energy so basically this is what I'm saying you know you, you, some people have got to 350,000 calories stored in their body as um, you know as, as body fat um, that is never tapped into you know we, we never really tap into it uh, as a as a, as a a one, you know, as a unified energy source. If we could tap into it, and our, the majority of us have lost the ability to do that because, you know, our body will naturally want to burn sugars. If, if sugars are present, it will burn that because it's so much easier. Um, I don't want to go too deep into this. If you want, like, an update on this kind of stuff, then then um, put it in the comments and, and I'll consider doing something like that next week. But, uh, yeah, so... That's where it comes from. You're releasing this extra energy from fat, which is, you know, there's much more energy in the fat per calorie, per gram, sorry, per gram, than there is, you know, in sugar. So so that's where this energy is coming from. You know, it's, it's kind of releasing it from there. Uh, I, I could massively go into it, but I, you know, I'm not going to go into the physiology of it all because... I've got a meal to get to. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, got loads of questions. So how it says, have there been any interesting side effects to fasting? Yeah, I had a twitchy eye, and a twitchy bloody eyelid, which was right, you know, I was talking to people and my eye was twitching. I'm like, can they see that? <laughs> um, what else? Uh, side effects? Just, you know, just mass, just mega alert, full of energy, calm, like a, a, a lack of stress, make it decision making was super super easy. I, I made some decisions this week, which I was probably agonised over for quite a while, and and they were just really easy. Um, so other than that, I mean, no, there was no real real side effects uh, that, you, that you wouldn't kind of expect. Yes, there was times when my belly was grumbling, 
Um, and you know, but other than that, no, it was it was, it was pretty much all good. Right. Mark wanted to know if you've ever thought of working on Jack and Ori. <laughs> right, Stephen Cox said, "Did you do a, an organ function test at any, any point?" It was Stevie. No, I didn't, but I know the people that have, and uh, you know that they, especially the liver, it's, it's, a fast can be incredibly restorative for a liver. So if you've ever spent any time in the Marines drinking loads of booze and that, it's you know it's not a bad it's not a bad thing to uh, not a bad thing to go through. You know, just help help the liver repair. The, the, the liver is is very good at repairing. Um, the, the problem is we don't often give it chance uh, because it's a constant battle for it. It's like uh, you know d- dealing with the crocodile that's closest to the boat. Um, so so that's that. Anything else? All right, one more. So um, Evie just wants to know how you're going to break the fast and what's the next. I've had a pair, Evie. Um, I had a pair to break my fast. I was quite happy with that. Now I'm full. Uh, so I don't really want to go for a meal if I'm honest. Uh, and that's genuine. I, I, I could. I don't have to eat right now. You know, I could go another couple of days without uh, without problem. Um, oh, you mentioned side effects. I had something in my mind. Can uh, I forgot? Come on. That's pretty much it. Everybody's saying good effort. Uh, Emmy said, "Is magnesium any good?" When you were talking about your supplements. Yeah, magnesium can be quite good. A lot of you know, if you suffer from cramps and. Uh, you know, that boils down to like miscommunication in your nerves, like nerves firing incorrectly and, and all this kind of stuff. And uh, magnesium can help with that. Magnesium has got stacks of health benefits anyway. You know, if you're not, if you're not taking a magnesium tablet um, or a dose of magnesium every day right now, regardless of who you are, then um, then, you're, then you're not sort of capitalising on some of the stuff. You know, it helps, it helps you sleep, helps your nerve function, stops cramps. You know, helps sugar cravings, all that kind of stuff. So it is good. I didn't take it because uh, I don't know why I didn't take it. I just I didn't bother. I think I was trying to. I wanted to experience. If I if I was going to get cramps, I didn't want to stop the cramps from happening by taking things that would stop it from happening. I haven't had any cramps, so cool. Yeah. yeah. No, there's some people there that I've not I've not heard from from for years. So um, it's really good to. Good you get a lot of love. A lot of people are saying they're proud of you. I know you don't feel like it's it's a non-entity, but there's a few people saying like, "Well done." No, the, the, the thing is, you know, your good effort. If you're putting good effort there, you know, you've got to look at what you're measuring that on. You're not measuring that on my standards. You're measuring that on your standards. What that means is that you don't believe you could do it yourself. What I'm telling you now, having done this, anybody can do this. It, this is not hard. You get through the first couple of days, and it's a piece of piss, you know. So. Just recalibrate your own standards. You know, you should be sat there going, yeah, yeah, easy, seven days. So what? People do it all the time. Fucking some religions do it for 40 odd days. One guy in Scotland did it for over 380 days. You know, this is not a difficult thing to do, but the benefits are just, you know, incredible. So, there's a good likes. Yeah. Good, good, good. Getting some likes. Excellent. So, what about people that say, like, the first thing, the knee jerk reaction is like, well, I couldn't do it because I wake up in the morning, if I had a coffee and something to eat, my Ten, I'm shaking. Yeah, you're shaking, and we've covered this time and time again. It's because what you're not talking about fasting there. You're talking about low blood sugar. Your body is withdrawing from sugar. You know, let, let me explain it like this. Okay, just we'll need to pad out a little bit, but describe to me the feelings you experience when you're hungry. Okay, well, just list them. Yeah, just just list them. Put them down. You know, get them in the comments now. You know, what do you experience? And I'm talking without putting too many words in your mouth. Irritable, 
you know, all these things. Let's let's, let's get them in there, and um, we'll kind of we'll kind of pad out a little bit whilst we do this little exercise. This is an exercise that I do with the the Conquer Food program um, at Team Bootcamp uh, because I'm, I'm really trying to stress a point of where we've we've kind of got it wrong. So what we got? What we got? We got irritability. irritability. Either you just stole mine, or did you write that before I said it? I don't know. Good one, anyway. Nice to nice to hear from you, Evie. Listening from across the pond, she says. Where is yeah, she? I, I, I don't know. I don't know where she might be. Across the pond, so America, obviously. Yeah. Restlessness. Uh, restlessness. Yeah, another good one. What else? Let's <laughs> get them going. What's what's uh, Mark saying? Lit- I was literally typing irritable. <laughs> How irritating is that? I don't know. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, Cheers, Jared. Jared's the guy that pretty much sparked the idea of the seven. Seven day fast um, right now. What do we got? USA. USA. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Get come on. A couple of other symptoms. Let's get them in there. Get them in the comments. Um, inability to type. Is that one of them? Yeah. <laughs> They're all. They, they, they can't type because they putting down dizziness. Yes. Here we go. Evie's 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 there. So dizziness. Sick, shaky, you're right. Okay, so stop. Stop now. We don't have to do any more. Is Evie just describing how she feels now? <laughs> I don't know. She used to go and have a burger or something. Uh, so, so, so that's what we believe we feel when we're hungry. Right? I'm telling you now, and this is one of the reasons why I did this, because I want to debunk this. Um, when, you actually, when you actually go without food and your body moves over to a fat-adapted state, all the things I'm telling you, alert. You know, you can think better, you're full of energy, you, can, you don't need as much sleep as you normally do, and all that kind of stuff. That's what you experience, because it would not have served us as cavemen, you know, needing to go out and eat, needing to go out and catch a food, hunt and gather and, and chase bloody stuff down until we can bite its throat out. It wouldn't have helped us to be irritable and all this kind of stuff. Surely you can see this, you can understand this, yeah? Have we got this, you know? Okay, let, let's flip it. Two things. First of all, when you've had a massive Christmas dinner, how do you feel? Bloated. Bloated, lethargic. You've no energy. You don't want to move. Very much like a snake when it makes a kill, eats a bit of prey. It'll lie there for weeks, sometimes a couple of months on end until it digests the food, right? The other thing is, now, now describe to me, and I, I don't know the answer to this because I've never dabbled in any sort of mind-altering drugs and all that kind of stuff, but... Explain to me the, the symptoms you would expect, not that you've experienced, and, unless you have, and, and, all, and that's fine, that's your choice, that you would expect when you're withdrawing from drugs. What would that, how would that manifest itself in your body? Get, get them in the comments. Let's go. You know, let's, get, let's get them down there and, um, and, and we'll see what we get. We'll see what we get. Eva says she's just finished a three mile run, she's sat in the sun. Excellent. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, cool. Good, Evie. Oh, yeah. um, so obviously there's a bit of a delay, so I know you might be typing right now, but you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not getting them yet because there is a bit of a delay. Um, although I think the delay is your end, but anyway. So get them in there. Joe, any, any questions whilst we're waiting for this? Any really simple ones or any comments? Uh, what, what's this one here? Just to be saying, she's listening. Yeah, so Mark says he's um, he, he's dabbled in uh, in uh, fasting. Oh yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Not in drugs that you were talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wonder which Mark that is. I don't know. But, um, oh, sorry. No, don't mind. Don't mind. Let's let's get these comments in. So remember, what, what we're after is comments of what, how withdrawal from, or you know, you haven't had, had drugs for a while, whatever. How would that with 
manifest itself in the body. And the first person to get one, to put one in there, wins a prize. Wins a what a moon? No, no, they can they can win a. My, you know, I'll tell them personally my story about running across the desert. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned earlier about um, your your feeling of hunger wasn't hunger, and you know that it was your body burning, switching to chronic burn Here we fats. Go. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Well, there's a, there's a switch over period where the body goes from burning predominantly sugar to becoming what we call fat adapted, and that is. Um, it's almost like a switch and you can feel pretty crap you feel pretty crap now I've experienced it quite a bit and um, because before any sort of endurance events you know the event that shall not yeah. be spoke about well you can now because Glenn was the first to, challenge, to comment so he gets the story oh, right. the story <laughs> you go yeah hot sweats cold irritable anger frustrated you know all the things that we experience when we believe we're hunger this is not hunger you're facing it's not hunger Drop the idea that it's hunger. What you're facing is withdrawal and you're withdrawing from sugar and you're withdrawing from chemicals in your food. It's as simple as that. You know, so when I said before, you know, what are you comparing that to? You, you're comparing this idea that you know, you're, going to have, you're going to be irritable and no energy and all this kind of stuff because you're comparing, you've, you've misled that the feelings that you're experiencing are hunger. And actually, it's not. It's, it's withdrawal, usually from sugar. You know, we see it all the time on the Conquer Food program. What have we got there? Shakes, headaches. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. Exactly that, which is, you know, that. Okay, so should we move on? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, okay, so hopefully you found that a benefit. Love hearts and thumbs up and bloody... Angry faces. No, what's the old monkey with his hands across his face or whatever? See no evil. See no evil. Any of them or whatever. Um, okay, a couple of tips on surviving then. So right now, good, thanks to the hearts and this. Who is who did the anger face? Oh, you is it, you knob? No. Uh, surviving. A couple of tips on surviving if you are thinking about doing the a uh, fast. Okay, well, of whatever length. Um, the timer. That, that's my number one tip. You know, we hate the idea that things are forever. When I talk to people and I coach people about, you know, getting off fast food and beating food addiction and all that kind of stuff, they hate the idea that the changes they make are, are, are going to be forever. They're like that. You know, I've I've, I've had people very very close to me sort of going but, but, but if I, I don't have chocolate what have I got in my life you know I, I literally crying. no <laughs> was it you but you know and people worry about that it's much easier if you sort of think well it's only for an hour or it's only for a day or it's only for 10 minutes or whatever and that's that's the idea of the um, that's the idea of the timer uh, bulletproof coffee is a, is a great thing to get into anyway you know what I would suggest you do is get rid of your cereal sugar laced um, breakfast and and just have a bulletproof coffee you know it takes seconds to do it tastes great you know by the time you've whisked it up in your Nutribullet or whatever it uh, it tastes like a creamy latte it, it really does you know and um, and I'm a massive advocate of it try it see how you get on with it um, but that, that's that's another uh, way that I survived the steam room relaxation just checking in with your body every now and again was was really important for me it's, just, it's something that Paula taught me um, whenever I you know I mean many of you will know that I kind of struggled when I when I came out of the Marines and um, Paula, Paula taught me this you know, it helped with you know stress and worry and, and, and all this kind of stuff and, and I wanted to do more and more of it whilst I was doing the fasting because I heard that fasting can be quite a spiritual process and I wanted to heighten that Broth's another good one because you're getting your nutrients. Um, so, 
the little broth, and you can make loads at the start of the week, and then just have a little cup of it every every day. Sparkling water is a good one. Um, obviously, breaks breaks up the monotony of, of not eating anything. Um, it's very much like when you stop biting your nails or something like that. If you imagine you've got a timeline like set out for your day, you know, as human beings, we cannot have a moment of time that's not accounted for. Yeah, we've we've got to be doing something in that moment of time. Even if we sat doing nothing, we're still doing something. And when we've, we've got a habit, that is usually pre, like set. When you stop doing a habit, like biting your fingernails, you you've got to fill it with something else. Um, otherwise, there's a void, and the the human brain doesn't like a void, and it, it wants to do what it's always done. Um, and and eating is a lot like that normally you would sit down you'd be there you'd pick up your knife and fork you'd you'd have this little routine of how you eat stuff whether you're a fast eater or a slow eater or or whatever you eat your veg first or your meat first or whatever you go through this routine that routine is no longer there there's a void and the mind won't have a void you've got to fill it with something for me I just decided I was going to blast on through and work uh, and also suck on an ice cube which is my good friend Mark Smith a little tip that he taught you know he, he explained to me on day one um, so I sort of chew on an, on an ice cube and, and fill the time that way. Pink Himalayan salt, uh, we put that in the water just to, you know, you, you need to sort of up your salt intake a little bit just to help with the detoxification process. And, and by increasing the salt, you, you keep more water in your body. So um, I did a little bit of Himalayan salt. Ice cubes, like I've already mentioned... And either mint or peppermint tea was my go-to, really. When I couldn't sleep at night, I didn't want to take a coffee because the caffeine would have kept me awake. It was mint, peppermint, or any kind of herbal tea just to um, take my mind off, you know, any any desire to eat and, and just helps there. So they're my big hitting surviving tips. Okay, so we're on to the Q&A now. Is there any questions that I can't, I can't, no? We've pretty much got through them all. Um, we addressed them as we went along, so if anybody's got any more, they can tap them now. Yeah, get them now. Joe, have you got any questions or all like that? I mean, yeah, we've gone through a lot. But. You were talking about fasting can help regenerate cells, good for your fingernails, good for your hair, and all that lot. So is this... But it's working for I know you're going to say. Is this just a, um, a long way around of trying to grow your hair back? <laughs> no, yeah. my, my, my hair's long gone, I'm afraid. It's... Uh, out of here you got to let it go on you let it go let it go should we sing okay so I don't think there is I mean we've answered lots of questions as we're going along and uh, we have been on a long time now for the old face face live Uh, mind you it's only with the delay I can see the delay now and I can see it's just sort of popped up on your screen now so we might get questions we'll we'll carry on padding out for a bit Uh, oh Oh, that's, that's one question that I got, actually. Did, did I lose muscle? I don't know. Um, the app that I've got, the scales that I've got, give you a bit of an indication of you know lean lean muscle. But you know what? It's not, it's not accurate. Unless you get yourself submerged in the pool and you do a full-on test at a university lab, you, you kind of, you're kind of guessing. Um, and I wasn't going to throw that into these results. It's for you guys to sort of overanalyze and, you know, it's just not something I wanted to share, really. Um Sounds, a bit, sounds like a bit of laughing downstairs. I don't know what they're up to. Yeah. <laughs> probably a probably probably bold comment, I would have thought. But I don't think we're getting any questions. And if they do pop through, then Joe can um, 
Joking. Chuck him in. All right. At this point now, you might be thinking, is fasting uh, for me? And if you are, then I've got some sort of pretty much do's and don'ts. So it's not for you if you're looking for rapid weight loss. I stress that. Yes, I lost weight. Did I lose fat weight? Probably. But I had a whole process of moving over to a predominantly ketogenic um, nutrition plan before I got started. Um, you know, I, I dabbled with intermittent fasting. And so, yeah, it was good for weight loss. So if you're looking for rapid weight loss, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a great idea. If you're somebody that can't exercise, this could be an answer for you because you, know, you can get some pretty good weight loss results when you do it right um, without the need for exercise. But my main thing about that is that you know people that that were looking for rapid weight loss quite often there are other, there are other things in their life which need to be dealt with before they tackle the idea of just getting the weight off. Um, people often you know they often say they'll come to on the Conquer Food program they'll go well I got fat and it made me really unhappy and and I nine times out of ten when we really dig into it and question what's going on there. What happens is they get unhappy and they get they get fat. They put on weight. Um, they've got it the wrong way around. Um, and this, this is this is the, the, the focus of what Paula works on. She works on happiness and positivity and um, and uh, and the byproduct is, is weight loss. So we've been joined by Paula. Paula say hello. Hello. Have you come to tell me where you need to go? I'm I'm coming to tell you you've been fasting for seven days. I haven't, and I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, listen, this is where you start. Let's get through. Uh, if you've got a history of eating disorders or poor relationships with food, it's not for you, you know, because it's just not for you. It's not something it has engulfed my life for a week. Um, if you obsess over food already in whatever fashion, whatever way, it's not for you. Jog on, you know, walk on, work on something else. This, this is not, this is not thing for you if any kind of medication specifically medication that you've got to take with food um, because obviously there's not going to be anything in your, in your gut there, there are some medications metformin a few other bits and bobs that you've got to take with food because the food creates a bit of a lining in the body secretes stuff in the in the gut and um, which protects the gut from the medication you're taking if you're not eating food obviously the, the little bit of protection is not there and it can cause you ulcers you know and all that kind of stuff so if you're on that kind of medication, then it's not really for you, I'm afraid. Um, what else we got? Oh no, my screen seems to have frozen. If you're pregnant, obviously, uh, well, say obviously, that an, an under 18, let, let me, it might not be obvious. The reason why it's not good for if you're pregnant or under 18, or I think the next one is, yeah, undernourished, uh, you know, if you've got malnutrition or something like that. Is because you're not taking in nutrients, you know. And when you're pregnant, you're under 18 or you're undernourished, you have a need for more nutrients. It's not a good idea to starve yourself of those nutrients whilst, you know, when you're in a, a period of, of really needing it for, um, for growth. Because obviously if the, if the parent is um, starved of nutrients, the baby is obviously starved of the nutrients. So, and, uh, and like I said, you know, nothing, nothing's permanent, so... You know, if you're pregnant, it doesn't mean fasting is completely out the window. It just means now is not the right time, and that's that's fine. Or you've got any other kind of health concerns. What I'm talking about there is, you know, 
diabetic, if you if you're you know whatever, you know you really need to be sort of. You can't. I'm not a doctor. Um, a lot of this stuff is based on my own sort of research, not not massively scientific on my behalf. Other people have done some big studies, and you know I'm regurgitating some of their results. But I'm not a doctor. I cannot advise you um, if you've got other health issues. So you know it's, it's kind of down to you really. Um, but having said all that, who is it for? If you want to reset eating and reset your cravings, you know, if you've had a period before where you've, you've managed your weight and you've done all right and you just want to reset eating habits or cravings, then it can be very, very good because it allows the body's signals to, to sort of reset, recalibrate. You know, even taste will recalibrate. I've had people that um, have come to camp and they, they won't even eat a carrot. As soon as we start getting them eating veg on a regular basis, um, the idea of, of drinking diet cola, for example, just revolts them because the taste buds have, have changed, you know, so it's very good for that. Uh, if you want to improve health, I mentioned the benefits before and you should do your own research. Um, if you're not sleeping, it can help sort of uh, just, you know, create a bit of healing in the body and, and help you sleep. If you're lethargic or low in energy, uh, if you're unable to exercise and you still need to moderate weight uh, or manage weight rather, then um, it's a good idea. Um, if you want to heal the gut, you know, if you're if you're IBS, celiac, uh, or you know, you, to be honest, we we all need to heal the gut. We're all eating food that is just not great for the gut, um, especially if you're eating bread, grains, rice, beans, legumes, and all that kind of stuff. If you want to heal the gut, it's, it's a great great way of of kickstarting that. Um, I've put here if you want to sprint to ketosis, if you know, do, do look into ketosis and what what goes on. And, there's a lot of myths around ketosis as well, um, but uh, but it, that ketosis is what's behind Paula's incredible weight loss and um, and and sort of eradication of food addiction recently. And uh, you know, ketosis w- was the thing, and 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 it really helps you to sort of sprint to that. So um, you know, it gets you into ketosis faster, which is a process that your body's got to go through. Uh, I've also put if you've got a big decision to make. Because, you know, my, my thinking has been clear and, and big decisions, what are, you know, these really big life decisions that you might struggle and agonise over have just been pretty easy. And, um, you know, your, your body, when it's, when it's not having to deal with loads of food and the constant barrage of, of food going into it, 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 it opens things up. Remember the old, you know, you're not thinking if you're doing type thing because, you know, so I think that's, that's a good thing anymore. So you need to concentrate. Oh, you mentioned that you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, you know, if you've got, you need to concentrate or that. I mean, exams. I think exams. If you're doing exams, it would be a, a phenomenal thing to do. Obviously, you've got time. Get the the period. You don't want to be day two in your exam. That'd be, that'd be catastrophic. But you know, certainly later on, you're three, four, or whatever, or even an intermittent fast where you have your exam in the morning or whatever, but you fast from the evening meal the night before, and you know, introduce food again after your exam. I think. You know, you, you you get some huge benefit from that, like and and cognitive clarity, as they call it. So, so that's benefit. All right, my recommendations, and this is my last slide before we call it a day. Read the complete guide to fasting by Jimmy Moore. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it uh, in Audible. You know, lots lots of different um, places. It's an incredible book, and it really will open your eyes. Um, if you're gonna do it. Make sure you plan a suitable time. For me, and you know, Paula was going away. I was pretty much left to my own devices. Um, I could control stuff, my you know, much better. 
it was just a good time for me to do it. Uh, listen to your body throughout. You've got to do it intuitively. If your body is screaming out, telling you to end the fast, do it. You know, you just end the fast. This is not a competition of like who can go the longest without eating. Um, you've really got to sort of pay attention to what you're doing. This this is what triggered the idea of having a tables a teaspoon of coconut oil and the bone broth and all these other things. So it was kind of listening out to what my body was saying and what you know what was um, what was going on and, and what I was kind of thinking. Um, oh yeah, Joe. I know Joe has just posted a link there for the complete guide to fasting. Absolute awesome co-pilot. I say start small, then go big, right? What I mean by that is start off by doing your little bits of intermittent fasting, miss the odd meal. You know, you have, I don't know, about a thousand meals over a year. Do you think that missing one or two um, meals is going to make a difference, really? You know, so drop a few meals out uh, and then, you know, go for ideally 16. 16 hours is a great time. If you can go 16, 17, 18, brilliant, you know, but start off small, perhaps do a 24 hour, a 48 hours. And if you struggle with the 48 hours, the, the, the common consensus is go for a seven. Things change when you aim for that, that, that goal, that, that big goal, because it gets you beyond the two tough days or the three tough days or whatever you have, because everybody's different. And, um, but also there's a, there's a big difference between, it's like, um, it's like it's like winning. Uh, so some people uh, that you know they don't they want to not lose. Yeah. Some people want to win. You see how there's a difference because not losing is like just on the brink. Yeah, it's just satisfying. It's just not that winning is like going beyond. And this is the idea behind starting small and then go big. You know, you want to win. You want to win. You don't just want to creep through because creep through is painful. It's agonizing. That's where you're starving and all this kind of stuff. Go for the big ones and make the most of, you know, make the most of the easy days. There's a saying in running, make the most of the easy miles. And it's the same in, in fasting. Make the most of the, the easy days. Uh, same again if this is good thumbs up I know there's not many left on but um, recruit allies and accountability you've got to have accountability you know you, you almost want people watching 24 hours a day it's why I did the video updates because I, I didn't want to let you guys down um, but you know you want everything that you can uh, to help you succeed not, not, not to bottle it in the early hours of the morning when nobody's looking because um, you're kind of kidding yourself and you know no one else no other person might know you've eaten but you freaking potentially cancerous cells do and your gut does and your brain does and the systems in your body do, you know, that's who you're kidding. Um, so it's something that you've got to get through. Uh, da, 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 da. Use a timer, like I said, that's my number one recommendation. Um, understand hunger. Understand that it comes in waves. That's what your timer's there for. Just got to get through the wave, you know, of that hunger. Um, I don't know how many of these are left. This is the final one. Have a good reason why you want to do it. If he's just like, yeah, yeah, I think I'll give that a go. You're not going to do it. Because it does get tough, you know. It does get tough at times, especially early on. Um, so you've got to have a good reason why, you know. So, so can think back to you know who it's right for, who it's not right for. Have you got a big reason why? You know, are you struggling at the minute because you feel stressed? Are you struggling because you just cannot seem to break the cycle of eating crash, you know, of uh, eating fast food or you know all this kind of stuff have a big reason why something that's going to get you through it because with the right why anything is possible 
You know, it really is. So uh, make sure that you've got a good reason why. And I think, my friends, that is it. So what I'm going to do is, just to prove that this is me talking and not some robot, uh, I'm going to bring this back up. There we go. That's me. Like I, like I, uh, um, so we should be back on the webcam now. Uh, so, so that's it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. I know we've gone on for nearly an hour and a half now. Um, personally, I've, I'm fucking jacked. I've got loads of energy. I, you guys might be drained, but that's because you still eat Just listen to this. Just <laughs> listen to this. Um, I know there's loads of information there. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get this transcribed and I'm going to get it put into an ebook. Okay, so I'll make the ebook available so you can, you know, when I've when I've got it done, I'll, I'll post it on Facebook and then you can. Uh, if you're going to 24 hour fast, would there still be it? No, I think you'd be all right there, Coxie. Um, I think you'd be fine without the without the vitamins. Uh, personally, I, t I take a vitamin every day, anyway. So for me, it's just carrying on the routine. But I think you'd be I think you'd be good to go for the old um, 24 hours. So, okay. If there's if there's any further questions, um, I'm going to stay on for another couple of minutes, and then obviously if I if I don't go soon, Paula's going to eat you. probably eat my arm. So uh, so we need to get going. I think I think we're ready pretty much to, to wind it up then. Um like I said, you know, thanks for thanks for, for following all the uh thanks for following all the updates, all your words of encouragement. Everybody, you know, a couple of people I wanna really wanna mention, um Nicholas Adler, you you've been great. Every day comments, how am I getting on? Um Mandy, you've been there asking me asking how I'm doing. Uh lo, lo, so many people. People have just popped out of the woodwork. I, I, I didn't even know they still existed, you know, asking me how I'm doing. And uh, and I'm good because all, that, all I want to do is, like, I just want to plant a little seed in your brain that quite often what the world is doing is the wrong thing to be doing, you know. When when the world is zigging, you need to be zagging. That's what this is about, you know. And um, you need something to challenge your idea of, of how things are. And, and And the fitness industry, the food industry is one of those things. You know, you know, you kind of need need to challenge it. All right, so that's it. I'm going to call it a day. Um, if you want to sort of follow up on more of the stuff that Paul and I do at the Conquer Food Program, um, go to www.conquerfood.org, and we've just launched a new podcast there where I'm sharing some of the stories from some of the people that have come and completely changed their lives, including the guy that was on Jeremy Kyle and a, and a few other really interesting stories. And we're giving out our foundational teaching. We're, we're, we're talking about um, the 12 foundations of our program that we use to eradicate weight from people like like you would not believe. Um, so you can get that in the podcast. So, uh, thanks Joe for our help all week. I know you've had lots of comments from you. Anything to say? Oh, well done. On behalf of everybody, I think it's... I know you do feel like you've done much, but yeah, well done. Really good. Really inspirational. Cool. Experience. Brilliant. That, that's all I ever want to be. Um, so... Look out for my next challenge. It's going to be very different, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting because I'm dragging Paula along. You can't um, just leave it. Give us a clue. Okay, so basically, what I've set up, set my mind on every quarter, I'm going to do a challenge which is centered around what we teach at, at uh, boot camp, at, at Conquer Food Program. Uh, we, we we teach people about really pulling back life and making life simple, getting rid of some of the complexities of life. Whether it's social media, technology, you know, whatever, really pulling back life, 
I'm not going to say too much. I'm not going to say like some of the the um, the key aspects of it. But in our grounds, there's, there's 37 acres of land. In the grounds is an old medieval cave. Oh. That's all I'm going to say. So until next time, guys, uh, unless you want any kind of follow-up videos or whatever, uh, take care and thanks for joining us tonight. It doesn't make us strong. It doesn't make us weak. Tongue tied to service like sharp green teeth.